And here we go. All of a sudden, it feels like things are going the way some people expected they would. Yeah, I'm looking at everybody in Austin. And maybe not quite the way a lot of other people thought it would. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Coach Saban. So much to get into after week two. It's in the books, and we turn the page to week three here on BetQLU. I'm Chris Mack alongside RJ Choppy and John Martin. We've got, well, we don't have any of those games this week, guys, that are the big mega top 25 matchups. We got a few games here and there, though, that are worth talking about. We'll take a new look at the uh, updated college football playoff odds now that we're a couple weeks in. And somebody decided to poke the bear out in the Rockies, and I don't know how well that's going to work out for them in Fort Collins. But let's start with what I mentioned off the top, and it's Bama losing to Texas 34-24 in Tuscaloosa, their first home loss in their last 21 home games, their first double-digit home loss under Nick Saban and first double-digit home loss period since 2004, nearly 20 years. So... Is this, we, we started to talk about this just a little bit last week, guys, and we said, well, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's pump the brakes here and see how things go in Tuscaloosa. But now do we have an, a new perspective, perhaps, John, on where Alabama is at as a program and whether, whether we may be seeing the beginning of the end for Nick Saban? Ah, oh, yes. The football season has started. <laughs> we are at the we are at the point where we are questioning whether the end is here for Nick Saban and uh, in Alabama. Look, we talked about this game last week, fellas. I mean, we both I think we, we all agreed that it was it was a good chance that Texas was going to at least compete in this game. Um, you think back to last season in Austin, and Bryce Young was a quarterback for Alabama, and they looked like they were on their way to losing. And uh, before Quinn Ewers got hurt. So I, I'm really not surprised. I mean, I think it really boils down to one thing, and it's just quarterback uncertainty. Um, it's just that simple. Uh, Alabama does not have a great quarterback option right now. And, you know, could that change, you know, four or five games down the line when you've got a, you know, a little bit bigger sample size and Milrow looks a little bit more comfortable or maybe they make a change? I don't know. Um, but this is really simple. Nick Saban does not have a great quarterback option, and it showed – over the weekend, and because of that, and because Texas did, you know, it's a, it's it's really just arithmetic at that point. Great quarterback play will find you wins like that, and that's why Alabama is struggling. Right now. I think Saban will figure it out. I just don't know exactly what that looks like at the end of the season. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, like it is about the quarterback at the end of the day, especially in today's mm-hmm. college. You know, you there was a time, and I think I think the portal really changed this, but there was a time where you could just get away with having a better roster. And now this game is so much like the NFL where it's about the quarterback now. Like you could get away without having the best quarterback in the world. Uh, You know, it helped to have them, but if you didn't, you could still manage. And Alabama did it for a long time. Um, That said, I mean, look at Oklahoma had the best quarterback in college football for quite a few years under Lincoln Riley. They never won anything. In fact, they got their brains beat in half the time, except for that one game, they almost, I think it was Georgia, they almost won. But now, no, nah, you got to have the best quarterback. And if you don't, you're, you're really screwed. You, you really are. It's not necessarily yeah. about talent, it's about the quarterback now. And he doesn't have one. Yeah, and, and th- that's exactly what I told them. I was on with the Daily Tip on Thursday morning, and they were asking the same thing about Saban and Bama and Texas. And 
It, it does. It's it's the year of the quarterback. Look, more than ever, like you said, RJ, it's about do you have the guy to lead your offense? And Jalen Milrow, he's not that guy. He's not Quinn Ewers anyway. And Quinn Ewers, who knows if he's a legit Heisman candidate or not, certainly looked like it last Saturday. I guess when we look up at the end of the year, I will be shocked if each team involved in the playoff or in the top, say, six to eight, doesn't have a guy like that who could take over a game at quarterback. And that's what it boils down to. Milrow doesn't look like one of those dudes. And here's the other part of this. If not for the schedule that they have, I don't know if Nick Saban wouldn't be looking at like an eight and four kind of year. Now, that's a huge down year for Bama. You know, nine and three, eight and four. But, I mean, every once in a while, you need one of these resets. I don't know if it's necessarily a sign of Saban being done or washed or whatever term people want to use. I know you told McAfee that he thought it was laughable that people were talking about the retirement talk again, but he can't coach forever. And sometimes mm-hmm. even the greats, the game passes him by. Um, and if not for like a Chattanooga and a Kentucky and an A&M and a South Florida on the schedule this year, I really do think they'd be looking at an eight and four kind of season. But it, let's, if that happens once every 10 to 15 years, I think you got to be okay with it, John. Oh yeah, I mean, there, there. I don't want to hear anything out of Tuscaloosa. I mean, this is this is just part of a cycle. I mean, you've gotten really right. lucky uh, and spoiled in a lot of ways with the quarterbacks that have played there the last five, six years. I mean, Jalen Hurts got benched for another first rounder, and then you bring Bryce Young behind that. So, I mean, at some point, you're not just going to hit at a hundred percent. And and so yeah, like how many how many teams could lose? the number one pick in the NFL draft, that quarterback, and replace him with you know another great one. I mean, that's very, very difficult to do. We'll see. We don't really have our answer on George. I know Stetson Bennett wasn't, you know, the number one pick in the draft, but obviously he was a great college player. You know, George's QB hasn't really been tested yet. So, you know, the jury is still very much out. But, yeah, I mean, I think you, you really needed to expect uh, at least a little bit of a drop-off there. And the beautiful thing about Alabama is that they lost this game on Saturday in Tuscaloosa. But the function of the SEC, guys, they can they can get this right back. They can make this up, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't shock anybody in that conference and be there at the end of the season. That's that's the great thing about Alabama. Well, yeah, and I guess that's the next page then, Choppy, is how do we handicap the SEC now? Because I think Bama's still second behind Georgia in odds to win the SEC. But I I, I don't know. I, like I said, I look at that schedule, and it's I think it's driven by by that that soft schedule as much as it is necessarily the level of talent that they have on that team as compared to past years. I mean, their their three most difficult games this year they're going to get at home, right? They're going to get uh, Tennessee at home. They're going to get LSU at mm-hmm. home. Uh, now A and M is going to be on the road, but. We, does anybody think A and M is going to be able to pull an upset? I mean, they, they, no, I mean, they do yeah. kind of have the the Bama number, if you will. Uh, but no, I, I still don't see that happening. So I mean, Bama absolutely could run off and 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 have a good year. I don't I don't trust LSU right now. Uh, I'm a Tennessee fan, but I mean, they they you know Milton has to look great. He thinks all of his receivers mm-hmm. are eight and a half feet tall. So um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't really know what to make of them. Maybe maybe they hit their stride by then, but. You know, Bama's got their tough games at home, and they're just going to wipe the floor with anybody else because they're just talented enough to be able to do that. It, it, you know, my, my, I wonder, um, 
you know, the conference is down this year. Let's let's face it. The conference is is not as good as it has been for a lot of reasons. I think the portal is is the main one just because, you know, you can't stockpile and these guys got to go somewhere and they're finding places elsewhere to go. Right. Yeah, guys are finding places to play. Um, So real quick on Texas then, John. I mean, 10 to 1, I think, to win the national title. Minus 130, clear favorites now to win the Big 12. Um, Are we in on Texas? I mean, do we trust Sark to get it done for the rest of the season? I mean, do I think they could beat Georgia, you know? I mean, do I think Quinn can have that same success against the Georgia defense? I mean... Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's, I guess that's my best answer. Like, I think he's a winner. I mean, I think I really I really was high on him coming into the season. Um, I think when you can go into an environment like that, it's hard to put a ceiling, quite frankly, on, you know, what what's possible. Um, you know, the, the playmakers are there. The quarterback position is licked. So, I mean, 10 to 1 is not the, it's not the craziest bet in the world. You know, I, and again, because you did it in Tuscaloosa, I don't think you're you're far removed from Alabama's, you know, ability there on defense. So I don't think it's a bad bet at all. I mean, obviously it was way the value was way better, you know, a month ago. But I think Texas sure. has clearly proven that they are a, that, that caliber of team to be in the mix, certainly when you do that on the road to Tuscaloosa. Choppy, they get Oklahoma and Kansas State, the two biggest competitors, contenders at the top of the the Big 12 at home. Um, They do have to go to Fort Worth to play TCU, your buddies, the Horned Frauds. Um, And other than that, I mean, I don't don't see a a lot of stumbling blocks on that schedule if they play the way they did last Saturday. I mean, we're looking at one loss, maybe if things don't go their way against Oklahoma or Kansas State, both. Two lost team. I mean this, this this should this should get them in. They should be in the conversation for the playoff the rest of the way, assuming they don't fall yeah. on their faces. Yeah, I mean the OU game's neutral, right? It's in Dallas. It's at the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, look, I'm not sure if Art Browse will be on the sideline for that one or not. We don't know. We haven't heard yet uh, what's gonna what's going on with man. <laughs> uh, Him and Mel uh, Tucker are gonna both get launched into the sun together. <laughs> Honestly, I am fascinated because nobody, nobody plays for a position of success worse than the Texas Longhorns, the most underachieving athletic department in history. One title since Vietnam and Superman had to be there to do it for you. Like this, nobody has underachieved like Texas. And I'm just, yep. what's their toughest game? Wyoming, I I I, I would yeah. not be stunned if Wyoming beats. Like I, I just wouldn't. Now, not because Wyoming's any good. Uh, it's just I don't trust Texas at all. I love Quinn Ewers. I think Quinn's great. Uh, I wish he had the mullet again because he kind of looked like uh like he was on Southern Charmed <laughs> at one point when he first got to Ohio State. I love the mullet. I wish he would bring it back. I wish he would get a little bit chubbier again. He's kind of more you know shredded up now. That's kind of disappointing to me because I figured he was just a beer drinking mullet wearing dude. But, like, I don't – I mean, I don't know what he can do. We haven't seen Quinn for an extended period of time, A, stay healthy, and B, play the way he did. But I'll tell you, man, he was dropping some dimes uh, in that game yeah, over yeah. the top. He really was, man. He had a good game. All right. Uh, Colorado.